That is, Caitlin, that is such a stretch. That was such a stretch. <laughs> no, I've... <laughs> Nerd On. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need, but you deserve. And if it's your first time, welcome, because all levels of nerd are welcome today and tomorrow and every day afterwards. Yeah. But this is more specific. We're talking about some holiday stuff. We're kicking off the holiday season. Yes. And sometimes that brings you the festive flavors of pumpkin spice. Right, Ollie? Shut up. Oh, yeah. And then cider. (laughs) Right, Caitlin? I'm kidding. Yeah, delicious. I'm kidding. No, we're, we're going to start this off in a nice way but sometimes like pumpkin you, seeds yeah you just, like sometimes it. you want to go out and go fishing with your best sometimes bud you at your favorite at your you just purchased you. dilapidated vacation cabin <laughs> but today we're kicking off the halloween season with our favorite hillbillies with hearts in tucker and dale versus evil <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, yeah, sli- also Shout out it's, to a, Boom. it's a slight, uh, you know, listener request from our one, the only Boom. Um, Shout out to the like, like Shout at least, at least ten years ago. So um, you put those requests in, we get to <laughs> them, baby. Um, let's uh, not get too far into it. Let's introduce the host. My name is Tom. I'm Caitlin. I'm Ollie. I'm Corey. And I am Josh, and this episode is, as always, brought to you in part by the members of the NerdOn Nation that is powered by Patreon. Patreon. As a member of the NerdOn Nation, you do get fun perks, like you get uh, early access to these episodes, you get bonus episodes that nobody else hears but you, you get um, early access to merch, you get discounts on merch. Uh, you get all sorts of fun behind it's the scenes. A lot scenes of community stuff. participatory things you can be yes, involved in. Maybe get we'll to, get into that um, later. Uh, Corey will cover later. You get to uh, participate in the guess that grump poll. You get uh, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, you get secret uh, channels on our Discord. Uh, but yeah, check that out. Secret on DVD. So <laughs> you don't. So check it out. Nerdon.tv backslash Patreon and check out that Discord. Nerdon.tv backslash Discord and a. Big shout out to our partners, Apogee and Odyssey. Apogee uh, are the makers of this wonderful mic in front of all of us, the Hype Mic, the ultimate podcasting microphone. Um, I can't suggest it enough for if you're wanting to get out there, uh, create content, even if, even just if you're you know running Zoom calls uh, for work or like doing it comes DNT. Like a lightning are, cable, y'all. Yeah, plug like it into your iPads or mobiles. Oh, and then you can punch banned. it in the middle of your pitch. Everyone is like, it's so good, it's so good, it's so good. It's good. It's so, good. And then a uh, huge shout out to Odyssey headphones. Uh, we have the LCD ones. They're an open back headphone, which makes it so all of the sound Super isn't comes. just like at your ears. You kind of get an open feeling. What did we say, you. Josh? If your ears were mouths, they'd taste like butter. So right. uh, we mean that you also have a they're movie tasty. On your hands. <laughs> oh God! They're yum yum. So check them out. Apogee and Odyssey. And that is the housekeeping. Let us go into the woods and uh, shall we make a pack? A pact? A suicide pact? No, not that one. No. Nope. I was like, I have a nope. six. <laughs> let's let's just go. Let's go, just go fishing. Have a good old time. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that. Tom. Um, yes. So, um, this is, this is fun because this is one of the film, you know, a first, uh, movie episode for this holiday season. And, um, 
you know, what we do here uh, traditionally at Nerd On is that when we get a complete piece of work mm-hmm. um, at the end of the film, at the end of the episode, we're going to mm-hmm. rate it um, from zero to five. So that brings us to our first segment, which is. Yes, So um if you're brand spanking new to uh nerd on welcome. And also sorry that was probably a little confusing, but hi. No, it's not. It's uh, we, it we decided a long time ago that we wouldn't make a theme song for that. So it just yeah. is a new thing. Every I think I just started I yelling it. things and everyone would just go okay with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah uh, pretty much. Just like real life. Uh, so um, <laughs> if, uh, if your brand's making new, so what we're going to do is go around our digital screens. And if you'd be able to see our digital screens on YouTube, which you should, um, we're going to go and guess who is going to have the lowest score. And again, it's from zero to five. And no matter how high the number is, the lowest in the group becomes the grump for the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since that never changes and it's always scripted, I will let Josh go first. Okay. Um, my guess is... Caitlin. Ha! Wow. <laughs> Wrong! Wow. But all, wow. that's all right. Ah! <laughs> that was like an explosion out of my face. Don't spoil it. Yeah, I didn't spoil anything. I could let still him, be let like him point. feel the realization. Yeah. of the of the. It could be all fives five. and then a four point nine, and she'd still be the grump. Yeah, Rive in his right. pain. Uh, Caitlin, who you got? Uh, I'm gonna say Corey. Wow. Mm. You know what? Okay. Actually, not bad. Actually. Uh, Tom, Ali, Josh. Ali, go ahead. No, Josh already guessed. I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with Josh. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I think. I don't. All right. I think. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with um, Ali. No one we're, wanted to pick me after that explosion of a reaction. Right now. Uh, I, too, am picking Ali. Okay. Fair. But I like how um, Ali was like, I don't have an <laughs> answer about for it. that. See on the job, baby. But if you are part of our Nerd on Nation, then what, Corey? You get to take part in our Guess That Grump Nerd on Nation poll. And if you get it correct, you get a shout out on the show. You're that uh, Guess That Grumper nerd- Gator Gresser. You get, yeah, t- oh. you get to be that Guesser Grumper Gresser Gesser. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the Nerd on Grass Nation Fred, has spoken. Guess Fred. Oh, God. Too many words I can't hear. In a landslide. The Nerd on Nation has spoken in a landslide. Uh, and Caitlin, you are <gasps> their guess that grumper guesser guess. Yeah, oh. grass f- grass right. fed g- gator. Okay. So that's it is what it is. <laughs> right. So, uh, Tom, you will be giving your uh, rating first, first, followed by me and Josh, and then Caitlin and Ali can battle it out. All right, we don't baby. Need another hero. Uh, it's not biodome. Uh, or the <laughs> Thunderdome. <laughs> wow. Like, why biodome? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's also a fun, also a fun movie. Um, a fun. But mm. now that brings us to our complete spoiler of that, everybody. Um, so we're going to go and do our initial reactions and our first impressions of the film. Um, and I'll go first yeah. this time. Oh, um, oh I'm surprised. Okay. Mark the calendars. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, so uh, when I first watched this film, um, I think I was too young. Um, even though it's not old. <laughs> I was going to say, it's only 10 years old. It's only like 10 years old. It came out in 2010, but like, I think I watched it like it was early. I was in college 
And I think it was at the time where I was kind of just like seeing so many scary movie films at the time. So it was like scary movie 17, you know, at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, when the, Mar- Mal- oh, Mal- when the Marlin brothers went away, um, I was just like, well, now it's not, now it's not a thing. Uh, oh, Wayne Brothers, my bad. The Wayne Brothers uh, pieced like, out of the... Uh, Marlon Wayans and... yeah. Uh, when the Wayne Brothers pieced out of the franchise, <laughs> I was like, now everyone's just trying to do their own parody thing. And so when I watched this, I, was, I think it was like one of those like nights with friends and we're like, oh, let's just put it on. Um, and it was there and it, it kind of like was just that fun movie to have in the background, but it wasn't really appreciated. So it was definitely slept on. But now re-watching it and after seeing so many quote-unquote satirical horror films... Uh, I felt this one um, did it better than all of them um, because it doesn't pretend to be very intelligent. Um, I, and I really appreciate it where like there are some films that like think they're a lot smarter than they actually are. Um, and I've actually had a lot of conversations with that actually recently in the last few months uh, with uh, a friend of mine. And he had him and I have like diametrically really kind of kind of opposing but we kind of like want just good films to come out and i'll like he'll say films i like are pretentious and i'll say films that he likes are like think they're smarter than they actually are um no pretentious (laughs) is kind of like finger wagging you know finger waving and just like you know trying to say like you're dumb but then other films are like hey we're smart aren't we aren't we didn't we break the wheel it's like no you didn't so anyway you watch this movie so watching this movie uh you know it's really enjoyable and i think um on the offset it sets out what it tries to do so well um that i it's very hard for me to be like oh well it's not like uh, a big budget movie and it doesn't have these you know oscar baited you know performances but it's just like no they want to do this and they did it and it's done and like i was like okay they're there and so i i really really enjoy it and i now um would put it on like one of the top of my list of like halloween films to or just horror films to watch yeah Nice. Okay. Who's next? Uh, I will. I'll go next. I uh, Let's see. I didn't watch it right when it came out, but I want to say it was probably... I didn't watch it till about 2015, so five years after its release, I guess. Maybe right before that. Uh, I rented it uh, on the old Apple TV. And uh, I did so because uh, my wife and I are big fans of Alan Tudyk, uh, but also Tyler Labine from Reaper. Shout out to anyone who watched that show. Because uh, I sure did. CW show, actually. Mm. Um, and uh, so I was like, oh, this looks great. So we rented it, and I was not disappointed. I am always one for when, uh, not not quite like scary movie status, maybe the first one, but I uh, like Final Girls and stuff like that, where it's, it's a much more grounded satirical take than kind of off-the-wall comedies uh, on these um, horror-type genres. Uh so when I figured out what was going on in the film, I was like, oh, I'm, this is exactly what I wanted it to be. Uh, and I'm, I'm so happy I, I got to watch it because it, 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 it actually sat on a shelf, I learned, for three years. So mm-hmm. it was completed in 2007. Wow. But it didn't come out until 2010. Um, so you can see kind of the elements of the mid-2000s style with some of the guys in the film, especially uh, the lead douche. Uh, And it just, you know, it brought me back to like, that was the time I was going out and seeing horror films was like high school. Um, So it was perfect for me. Uh, Yeah, I I, I think this is a fantastic film. I think the performances from from Alan and and, uh, Tyler are just... There's we'll talk in specifics, but there's just some moments where they play on tropes so well, but you're seeing it from the other side uh-huh. of the coin. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's such a brilliant way of shooting it uh, to make it to make it you know very subtle point that this is not you're seeing the other side of things this time around. Uh, so yeah, um, love it. One thing, Ollie, you'll appreciate one of the first versions of the film for temp music they use the Dark Knight soundtrack because oh he loved it so God. much. And somewhere on the internet, it leaked, and it's out there. Oh, really? Really? Um, it doesn't have yeah, complete CGI and all that kind of stuff. But um, also, I guess on the DVD, I've never watched the DVD, but there's a version of the film that is from the high schoolers, or, or I mean, from the college kids' point of view. It, it's yeah, only like 20 minutes, but it's yeah, that that's right. out there. Um, I'll go next, because uh, I yeah, got in here. Because you um, are. Because I'm talking. <laughs> um I hadn't seen this movie until getting prepared for this episode. Oh wow! I and the, and to be to really be clear, it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't like I didn't know really what to expect, except that I knew that it was a comedy horror movie, and mm-hmm. I I like those kinds of movies. Um, they they crack me up. I, I dig it because horror for me, it's one of those things that I'm not I'm not completely like dead opposed to it. It's just that I. There's so many tropes and all that kind of stuff. And this this really, it, it's like, hey, you remember that trope? We're going to spin this and this is how we're going to use it um, for, for laughs. And so I didn't even know what to expect from the movie. I, I hadn't even seen a trailer. I've just heard good things about it. I've only ever I heard think- glowing reviews. Um, and so, so, yeah, I watched it for this episode and I love this movie. This movie for me is this movie is to slashers what Shaun of the Dead is to zombie movies. Like mm-hmm. it's I scares Caitlin. Love <laughs> this kind of humor. I love I I love the chemistry of all of the, like the main care cast, but also like the watching the college students do their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the body fodder. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> I and I love the I love the 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 diverting diverting of expectations of like mm-hmm. subverting they, yeah Sub- subverting thank you um like their idea was the the writers talking or yeah the writers talking about like what if we made a horror movie but it's from what if the hillbillies are the good guys cuz you see yeah. always it's the the you know the people in the the hills have eyes the type, type of thing yeah. where there's the family in the woods that is out to cannibalize and what if and it was all just a misunderstanding yeah, yeah. And I love, I like, I was just like, and I was just laughing the entire time of all these circumstances that were happening of just like. But you're like, oh, I could see it, but oh. Yeah. And so, then so, it so. makes me think of the movies that I have no seen. Spoilers. Yeah. That you're like, what if but it was that's why he was chasing I, This is what I always say. I always <laughs> say that in, in things. I was like, but what if they were just minding their business? Yeah. All the time. I always like, but what if, then we're the bad guys? And they're what like, no. Is- and I'm like. 100%. Okay. What if there's more to the story? So this is a, a jaunty romp through that. And uh, I, uh, I love liked this it, movie back to front. Yeah. Caitlin? Spoiler. Um, I had a good time. Me. I liked the movie. Oh. Uh, I mean, aside from the murder and the all the kids dying and everything, it was a good well, time. spoilers. Jesus. <laughs> there's blood? I mean... You, I didn't say what kids. Uh, you yeah, know. there's nothing you didn't see in the trailer. Yeah, that, that you just said, but yeah. I mean, also this movie's ten years old, so yeah, spoilers. Like, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> you limitations. Yeah. Again, my thing about that, it's like I do the seventy-two hours. After also, that, it's like it's a horror it. movie. It's categorized as comedy horror, so like you know somebody gonna die. Like 
I do appreciate the, 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 the subtle nods to certain things we'll get into. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah, give you yeah, the yeah. idea that things are going to, you know. Yeah. But uh, I I absolutely love the the whole premise of misunderstandings. Like, and, mm-hmm. and someone who looks intimidating, and then when you actually get to know them, like they're like a big teddy bear. I feel like that's... So oh, many reality. of my friends. You don't like pancakes. <laughs> I, I, I'll make some else. Oh, I wasn't even thinking. I didn't even ask if you like pancakes. Like, like, like what if that's, uh, that's, that's in the trailer, Tom? That's in the trailer. Like, uh, but I, I feel like so many of my friends. Like, I remember, uh, uh, j- just of like uh, a parallel is I went to some event and there was this guy named Tiny who was like six foot eight. Of course, yeah. And like uh, jumbo shrimp type name. Pounds. Got it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I walked Little up John. and I was like, thank you so much for like taking care of everyone and being the bouncer at the door. And like, I know that's probably really hard. And like, he had the sunglasses on, was all serious. And all of a sudden he pulled him up and was like, well, thank you so much, sweetie. That's so kind of you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, and I gave him a hug and I was like, you're so nice. But like, you know, if you don't talk to the intimidating looking person, you have no idea what kind of a person <laughs> they are. He could have been like, F off, I hate you, blah. But he didn't. Yeah. Just like that too. To be fair, yeah. he did try to talk to them. Yeah, uh, it's true. Oh. And and even then, what if oh, I can't like get into stuff? Or I'm going to start spoiling yeah, yeah. all the intricacies. <laughs> we'll get into it. What if Leatherface um, was a sweetheart? Yeah, just, maybe. I mean, he wasn't. I but, think not. But <laughs> yeah. you know, what if he? What if he was? Ollie, if? Ollie. Um, as as you might gather from me not knowing what what Leatherface is, uh, I'm not a big horror person. Uh, he didn't put on sunscreen. His but, face. Got uh, this wasn't what I expected. Um, I was kind of, without spoiling much, I was kind of waiting for something else to happen. Um, but uh, and then I realized, like the whole like subversion thing was happening. So, uh, so to clarify, I I didn't see this when it came out. I actually didn't even know this movie existed until we were getting ready for this episode. Oh. <laughs> um, so it was. Um, I really enjoyed it. It had a lot of like hidden humor that I really enjoyed. Um, Tucker and Dale were absolutely hilarious. Um, and I really did like, like you point, like you touched on it. Like it doesn't, uh, treat the audience dumb because like, it's really easy to do that in something like this. Oh yeah. And it, it's very much kind of like, no, Looking this is the joke. Now let's watch the hilarity ensue kind of thing. Um, so, you know, if there, if there were to be like a, like a horror genre movie that I could, comprehend and watch and enjoy and, and have fun with this would be it because it has i would say it references just enough of that and makes light of the parts that i find hilarious and and yeah. those things so like i i was able to identify it to something like this more than like a scary movie um because like scary movie i was like not even it's, that funny it's to me. so much and more reference referential it, instead of just yeah the it was so specific of, this was yeah. more kind of just like a you know, remove the horror element of it and you could still have a really interesting character dynamic and progression. I think in series of events with you, Um, Ali specifically, I think we as a group, I can't remember if it was on an episode or if we were just like sitting around shooting the shit, but I think you were talking about the things that you didn't like specifically about horror. Yeah. And I feel like this touched on all those like little things that you were like, like Um, the the tropes. I I will say, I I will say, um, it isn't without like without that, element still so to me at the end of the day it's still not a genre that i enjoy watching hmm, for, in, in this or, or subgenre so i would say this is why i picked just, to, just the to clarify. slasher the slasher motif like t- 
to me at this point, nothing about it is interesting, not the main thing and not subverting it. Like to me, so I'm hmm. just kind of like checked out of so, slashers. To clarify. So that's the part where. I, yeah. I'm just like, to, for my own mind. So f- you experience more so the slasher aspect of it than, than the, comedy. the comedy side of it. No, I experienced both. I wish the second part wasn't there. But He's just saying in his I impressions really, that it still I enjoyed, I think it, it was. Got it. Yeah. Expertly executed. I think the characters were really hilarious. I loved watching uh, the moment-to-moment like realizations between the characters. It was just those those horror gore aspects of it, and like watching ultimately like Final Destination style is kind of what came to my mind. And like you're at the end of the day, unfortunately, it boils down to you. You're watching people die. Well, the main kid is from Final Destination. (laughs) Well, there you go. (laughs) I was like at the end of the day when you boil it down, like. I don't enjoy watching that happen. So to mm. me, it's not going to be something that I ever seek out or am interested in or That's fair. You know, we'll never have that like 100% enjoyment out of. Got yeah. it. But, Just um, once a but month. I really enjoyed this. I love adding to One Alan month Tudor, out of the year, you'll have to watch something. I was like, you hear that, Nerd on Nation? <laughs> if Tucker and Dale go on some other crazy, wacky adventures, I'm there. Like, they you know meet what up I mean? with like, Ernest. I'm 100% sold on that On that. On package. them. On, on them. Yeah. Yeah. Just the uh, this the plot of this what did happen to end up being wasn't what right. I enjoyed. Caitlin, something I forgot to bring up was the first time I saw this was for today, but I knew about this movie years ago, and the mm-hmm. only reason I knew about it maybe less than ten though, but yeah, yeah, ago. maybe probably less than ten. But like mm-hmm. I was confused. Because exactly people I know in Georgia were cosplaying Tucker and Dale and carrying around half a body. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I was like, oh. why are they doing that? Like, Spoilers. why not? the No. <laughs> but like, why, w- why would you want to cosplay someone from a, a horror movie? Like, oh, I don't yeah, really it. like, like, you know. They Ask just, all the people who dress as Jason or Michael Myers. Or Freddy. I was going to say, well, like, I would love I get, to cosplay as Freddy Krueger. How do I phrase this? It's more of like, I get that like the scary movie, like those classic slasher people are like so iconic. And in like, yeah, culture. they want to be the deranged person. But they were just like so sweet. And when they were cosplaying, because they're always, they're notoriously always in character when they do cosplay. So they were just playing. The they were just really sweet. And I was like, what is happening? Why is yeah. this ha- coming from a horror movie? Now like, you know. You guys the more murderous the little, killers? The more you know. <laughs> yeah. And that's like the whole point of <laughs> the movie. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, does that move us into production? Yes. Uh, well, uh, brief, brief synopsis and then production. Then production. Gotcha. Cool. Give it away. Uh, put, put it give out. Give it away. Josh. Put it out. It is. Throw it, it up. Is, Toss give it, it away. Give it, give it away. Give it away now. now. <laughs> it is brief. Uh, two scruffy pals, Tyler Labine, Alan Tudyk, backwoods vacation. Backwood. Wow. Not a great sentence. Two scruffy hmm. pals, backwoods vacation takes a bloody turn. Oh, I got it. Got it. This is Two scruffy pals backwoods vacation takes a bloody turn when ignorant college students mistake them for a pair of murderous hillbillies. Yep. And that's it. All right. Production. Yep. Give it a distributed give, give, give by, it to me. <laughs> distributed by <laughs> Magnet Releasing slash Magnolia Pictures, responsible for the movies Ong Bak, Melancholia, and Mother. Directors is Eli Craig. Uh, he did Tao Pong, Zombieland, the TV movie, and Little Evil. Producers, Morgan Jurgensen, Glass Desert and Fast Lane. I love saying that name. Morgan, if you're listening, it's a fantastic name. Uh, <laughs> Albert Kleichak, uh, only 
responsible for producing one movie, Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Wow. Partly responsible. Uh, writers, uh, Roseanne Milliken uh, did Annie O, The New Adams Family, Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2, classic. Uh, Deepak Nayar, who did uh, When the Lights Went Out, Paranoia, and Vampire Academy. Writers, Eli Craig, who is also the director, if you remember, uh, Tao of Pong, Little Evil, Morgan Jurgensen, uh, Glass Desert, Fast Lane. Cast, Tyler Labine as Dale, uh, did Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Reaper, Shout Out, and Voltron, Legendary Defender, which I found out today. Which y'all should be watching. <laughs> it's really good. It's, it's, it's done, but y'all should watch it. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, also, if, if you're needing something to just kind of binge, because I think there's only two seasons of it, Reaper is a lot of fun. Uh, Alan Tudyk played Tucker, Dodgeball, A Knight's Tale, and the Harley Quinn TV series. As a joke. Uh, yeah. Uh, Alan Tudyk is everywhere. He's, yeah, he's everything right he's now. A, and he's Clayface, and, I think. And he's amazing in everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a lot of DC characters right now. Also starring uh, Katrina Bowden, I think we decided on. Bowden, Bowden. Uh, Piranha 3DD, Sex Drive and 30 Rock, Jesse Moss, The Uninvited, Final Destination 3, there it is, reboot TV series, and Chilan Simmons, who did John Tucker Must Die, Good Luck Chuck. And Kyle XY. The release date was January twenty second, twenty ten. Runtime of eighty nine million. Uh, million. Eighty nine <laughs> million minutes. We're oh still watching. It's still going on right now, minutes. guys. It's still going on. <laughs> Budget was five million. Uh, gross five point seven million. Rotten Tomato score eighty five. Critic eighty four. Audience. Uh, so now they're going to bring us to our uh, favorite parts, favorite characters, and uh, qualms, and then we'll finally rate it. So I'm going to go first real quick. I got to say, my favorite part is Chainsaw Hornet's Nest. <laughs> it's oh. so good. It's so good just because when Mr. Two Dicks is running and the reactions. he is looking at the kid who's spying <laughs> at him, and then he, but the thing is he catches up to the kid. And so to yeah. me, it's like, the kid should be like, he didn't to kill me. Running. And then so he is. he's looking he's at him. He's confused too. Yeah, they're looking, he's like, why is he running? And then Ellen Dusk, why is he running? You know, and again, there's no dialogue. There's no monologue and all that stuff. It's just this, finally, the moment has caught up to to. And I remember the us. single B is how the kid understands the kid, right yeah. before he but, dies. Yeah. He's like, oh. I, I always worry about that, of running into something, not knowing I'm going to impale myself. Um, not like you always worry like about number that? one fear. <laughs> well, that's why I, when you run, you look straight. You don't look behind you and all this stuff. My I, and I'll say this. I learned this the hard way. Because in high school, I remember I was late to school, and this is senior year. And by the time this had happened, you're senior, you're late to school. Typically, the only other kids you see around walking, if they're not late, are like the hot people who don't care about classes anymore. And so I remember I was, I looked at, I was, I was, I was talking to someone, and I think they were hot. And then I was like, "All right, bye." And I walked right into a pole, so hard. Like I oh. walked in, and then I turned my head, and it Boom. hit the pole. So hard. It wasn't like a pole. It was like the support beam to the overhangs. Oh. And oh. I watched it so hard. My my the left side of my face was literally swelling up. Tom just and confirmed that I wasn't a hot person because I always cared about classes. Yep. <laughs> I never Facts. walked around late. Big <laughs> fat snow printer. On that note, I will say that final the final destination movies ruined me. Like I like, oh, like when yeah, I'm driving. When I'm driving and I'm behind and something, logs, logs, or any sort of like <laughs> things that are stacked, I'm like logs. changing lanes. <laughs> but also, wow. real life has ruined me. I've, I'm on Reddit, and you see all the time posts where like pole fell off this truck and almost impaled me, and it misses him by like an inch. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Humans are uh, to Fragile. air is to human, Squishy. and to air with metal poles oh. on a freeway. No thanks. Yeah, we're glass cannons. 
I just um, have high anxiety, so I never saw the Final Destination movies, but I thought everything it was ruined kill garbage me. disposals for me. Yeah. So anyway, hundred percent the garbage. Um, so yeah. So yeah. Favorite the parts that's with a chainsaw. <laughs> One of my favorite parts is after the kid dives into the wood chipper, and oh. <laughs> Tucker's reaction is just to go, "You okay? You okay?" <laughs> No, it's after he tries to pull him out. Yeah, and it's been it goes on it's for like a full thirty a seconds. It that's sprays the, the blood on the, the girl. You okay? Only, that's the only thirty uh, seconds of this movie I have not seen. Uh-huh. Oh, what? Close your eyes. I saw it coming a mile away and skipped. Oh, oh no, oh, it doesn't okay. show anything ever. I don't it just shows it from his side of view. Anyway, that's, that's my favorite part, Ollie. Thank you very much. Uh, I, I mean, part of that I'll, it was I'll hilarious. Add- after like it picked it picked up. Uh, like you okay? while yeah, like around when he was like freaking out and then going back inside. Yeah. So that um, it was still I caught the humor of it, but uh to add to that, I love the reaction from the the girls who are watching this carnage happen. Yeah. Because I love the like, and this is like pulling away, right? It's a five million dollar independent film. It's more expensive mm-hmm. than any film that I've worked on. Or that I've that's not uh, true. made. That <laughs> yeah, I've there made. You go. I've worked on a lot of expensive films. But um, but uh it's just like you just see the the gallon of blood just being shot into oh, the yeah. space. It's like it's not even like a spray. It's just like all right, shoot the cannon. It's just like yeah. all focused on her. I'm we like, have one shot wow. to do this. Yeah, in. and it's like that's all we have the budget for. It's so good. And uh, oh, that, and then my second favorite. Uh, I actually have I actually have two. One is the throwaway line of "Is that chamomile? I can't have that. It fucks with my asthma." Uh, that well, the guy said. It's but on the other side when so she's throw like, away I because really go you've been it. seeing him puff. Yeah, but it's it, the delivery of it the is just amazing. It, yeah. It's it's this super oh, intimidating yeah. scene, and he's like trying to be intimidating as fuck. It's dual purpose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the uh, the ending where they high five, and Tucker like is trying oh, to be nice fingers. to Dale because he just he's like that hurt very much. <laughs> he's like trying to be nice still because he just talked Dale up, and to call him an idiot in that moment would just crush him. So he's like that hurt. Very much, and then just smiles. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Uh, those moments stood out to me both times that I watched it. So, Josh, uh, Galen, that's Ollie. it for me. I I'm with the tea scene. I also love the girl oh, yeah, on the, the ther- outside of the window. The like, I could really go for a cup of tea right now. <laughs> They're trapped. <laughs> no. Um, I, the I funny thing our- is, they could have walked in and asked for tea. Yeah. Oops. <sighs> um. I, I really like a, a couple of the beginning scenes, uh, the gas station scene, like, uh, you're a good-looking man, more or less, and, and like, the awkward yeah. laugh, and then when everybody's leaving, he's like, that's a good-looking cooler. Oh. <laughs> just with the random, whole like, scythe and the yeah. just smile and laugh. That, it's, it exudes yeah. confidence. He's like, <laughs> I was like oh. So you're seeing the crazy hillbilly <laughs> exactly. from the other side is that he's just trying to be nice and, like, no, use yeah. sociable tactics. I, I, yeah. I like the beginning a lot. I rewound that and then rewatched it all those times, just be like, how did the scythe get into picture? How did this come like, to this point? Like, I was why? like, too real. This is too real. <laughs> I love like, that he also ended up buying the pickled eggs because he like had grabbed it pounder. in an effort to not be looking at uh, Allison. Yeah. But then he was like, I can't undo the awkward thing that I've done by grabbing <laughs> this giant thing Commit. of pickled eggs. So I guess I'm buying six pounds of pickled eggs now. And he Which starts legit. pounding them back. I was oh, just yeah. like, man, that looks kind of delicious. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be mad. It did. I wouldn't be mad. Um, my next, <laughs> I, I love when they come up to the cabin and they're like, oh my God, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what they call it? A fixer up it? Upper? And he's fixer just like, upper. And, yeah. uh, it's uh, a mansion. Get inside. It's just a little dusty in here. <laughs> it's a mansion. And I yeah. actually, when I'm watching it, I was like, 
I'd really actually kind of like that. I could fix that up. I could. I think the previous that. owners must have been an archaeologist. Yeah, <laughs> archaeologist. <laughs> uh, oh Kaylin man, Ollie. I have more. I, I but also that's loved to get it started. We'll go around. We'll go around. Uh, I also really oh, I loved mind. the sheriff. Oh, like God. when they when they come across him and like the shirts off. You, well, <laughs> that was just like funny. And while Nothing I was watching it, evil up there. shout out to Nick who I was watching with this with because I know I was talking to it through all of it because I was going no 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 get up get up get up. And uh, then once the sheriff was like. There's nothing but pain and suffering up there. And I was like, mm-hmm. why do you know that? <laughs> and then later on, they explain it. So it was like, ah, oh, so good. So good. Ollie. Anyway, I pulled you over for taillight. That is very <laughs> helpful of you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> very helpful. <laughs> um, uh, one of my, yeah, one of my favorite scenes is the, the pancakes. Just like cutting it with pancakes and her oh, screaming. And I feel like that, that would be him. you, Ollie. That would be. And he comes back in. Please don't tell me you don't like and eggs go and bacon. And make bacon and eggs, yeah. Um, I, and then uh, my other favorite was just like uh, was <laughs> was doozy of a day. <laughs> yeah, like, both, I was just about to say that. Both when he first came in and just saying like these kids are killing each other because like to, in in his mind that's all that's been happening <laughs> yeah. from his view that's all that's been happening uh, and like him kind of like try to reconcile that and make sense of it is, is just hilarious to watch it, though, and then from later when he go ahead when he has to say it to the cop it, it, yeah he goes what are we supposed to say howdy ho officer I had a doozy of a day there we were minding our own business when <laughs> these uh, doing chores in the house when all these kids started killing themselves all over our property oh, and then he literally property. says that word for word to <laughs> if you think about it of like just the rationale if people just around you started killing themselves around you like what is happening is it why me? it's that like that has to suck your friends you to, and, and then they like immediately go to suicide pact you're yeah like, oh my like, god but then, I mean, when what what else would you think if there yeah. was like I would think no the other happening is happening. I would think Mark Wahlberg was ahead of the curve. I was like, no, no. Mark Wahlberg pissed off a tree somewhere. <laughs> when uh, when Dale starts telling the cop that they have one inside and she's unconscious in his bedroom, and, and Tucker's like, oh. the word choice. He grabs him. Dale. He just grabs him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, uh, which, by the way, I think it's uh, hilarious. I think it's amazing that uh, she's a psych professor that's uh, focusing in communications. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, that, I think that really, I loved how that played out and then how, like, yeah. You would get to that moment where they're sitting at the table, and I was like, "Yo, like this is this is absent from horror films, right? Like this never mm-hmm. happens." And yeah, so, like, like knocked out for the whole movie. And it's then she's just, like, "I'm a terrible psychiatrist." No, you. Don't, I thought don't you were it. great. Don't say yeah, that. Don't say that. Uh, or she's like, "I don't know. It's a dream. Dreams aren't stupid." Well, <laughs> and so I mean, that's the thing. Like it, it, it took a, a brand new thing, which you think would happen. Like it's always the thing that, like you know, the fact that one of the characters is like, "If you just call the police," and then the douchey frat boys like why do you keep car- like do it bringing this phone up and it's like these are the things that happen in horror films that are inexplicably explained and you're like why don't they just talk it out why don't they just call the cops and then you see like how the characters just destroy all that and it's like that's exactly what happens in horror films oh man <laughs> them standing on the boat going we have your friend, friend. <laughs> like, or, or, and, and then and then on the log yeah. oh yeah leaving it in that like stereotypical like horror font Murder that's font. like just looks <laughs> yeah like, but it's like, and that kids is why <laughs> you always leave friend. a note. But it also <laughs> makes sense of like why it looked the way it did and why he didn't put more words is because it took forever to etch that into a lot. Yeah, he even says, like, I gotta carve this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. No, and, yeah. and I, I love that. The, what the kids hear when they're spying on it's like, 
Yeah, I just keep beating the crap out of her. <laughs> yeah, like, don't worry, I'll finish her. When, I'll finish her I'll off. Finish you talking about game. the board game? And I was like, yeah. oh my god! And I was like, of course this would happen. Uh, I, 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 yeah, those are the parts I really enjoy. And there, there is a little bit of like kind of comfort that I would say that you know, even though the film works um, at a very um, natural, it feels almost effortless pace to subvert expectations of the horror film. It still kind of falls into the end where it's like this is the part with the final girl and we fight the thing and we save the thing and we do that thing and i was like eh, okay it's still it's like literally looking at a formula from a bird's eye view this whole movie it's like mm-hmm. following the formula yeah watching it, someone else write a formula out and you're like oh that's an interesting it's it's, formula, a, it's a very double edge where like other films that will try to be like we're just taking the blah blah, blah and then it's like okay so you're going to do the form you're going to subvert the formula to not have a formula at all where this one's like, we're going to subvert the formula, but it's still going to have like the three-act structure and it's still going to have the end of a horror film. Which, mm-hmm. like, I I really appreciate horror films when they they stick to, like, their like their conventions in a way. Um, I think a lot of us, we say tropes because it's just not well done. But when they're really well done, like, you know, you could say every hero's journey is a trope. You know, yeah. like... Right, but we like to watch it. We like to think, oh, right. I guess they're just gonna right, win right, at right. the end. It's like, yeah. well, no, that's the convention. You want a story it's, where it's kind of like that, um, um, show don't tell, or like when a trope is, it's not like you're saying the the hero's journey. It's in, um, it it's throughout entertainment of how it's used, and you, if you don't notice it, it's just like with good sound or good well, visuals. If you don't it notice seems effortless. it, effortless. I mean, I would. I would even like expand even more of like even if you do notice it, you can notice when it's done well and when it's done poorly, and like that's the difference between archetypes and stereotypes, between um, you know contrivance and convention. Right. Um, so it's like if you work with the conventions, then and it feels like it works really well, then it's not contrived. But when it feels like you're just writing right. your plot so that it has to happen that way, then it feels contrived. Um, so I think this film does that really well, where it's like. You know, this is filmed in 2010, or this movie came out in 2010. It was probably filmed like in 20, 2006. Um, yeah. And because uh, it was supposed know, to release in 2007 and, and got shelved. Yeah, oh, it was an independent film. Years. Like, and this is the director's first Which film. Which is why everyone's wearing the mid 2000s style. Yeah. Like, I mean, even, e- even. But it's timeless for those kind of movies. Well, I was thinking about it too. I was like, even then, like, if that film, like, let's say it was shot now with like, uh, a budget that's equivalent to five million. Then, like the clothing, still to me feels fine. Yeah, like there is nothing mm. like about it that's like, oh, like maybe they would have had an iPhone instead of a flip phone, but that wouldn't have changed either way because you still would have had douchebag just break the phone anyways. So, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of it that stays timeless because it just works upon what our reference points of like what horror thing is like. Again, that's why like I love the chainsaw and the hornet's nest thing because it just reminds me of Leatherface. Right? It's just like running around like a fucking crazy maniac. And, like, even with, with um, Dale comes in with, like, you want to see a murderous hillbilly? I'll show you a murderous hillbilly. And he dresses up. And it's like, that's what a murderous hillbilly dresses up like. You know? But yeah. he immediately it takes intimidating? it off. Yeah. <laughs> and then he Sweet. immediately takes it off, puts a hat back on, and then he's like, <laughs> yeah. all right. Uh, um, but so but real talk, the hornet's nest thing, terrifying to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I am terrified of bees. Like, bees and spiders. Bees It's not that fine. get off of me thing. It's the I'm going to die dance. Like, I need to run away. Yeah. Like. So that was, I was like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we have a hornet's nest outside of our garage right now. So that's uh, horrifying. 
No, thank you. That was a little real for me because uh, they no, like my roommates just told me about the hornet's nest, and then I watched this and I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> that's gonna happen to me." Um, any other favorite parts? We're gonna go into favorite characters. I mean, a ton. Her getting I have the helmet. Some fun facts I can share. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, real quick. Bowling alley. Before we get to facts, I love that Alan Tudyk used um, beer for all of his wounds. Yes, I was gonna say for so. Pour the beer he on improvised face. that. That was his idea. Oh, really? Okay, mm-hmm. he's supposed to come in and drink a beer, and he came up with the idea of what if. What if Tucker uses beer to pour it on his face and then that evolved into pouring it on his hands later? Oh. Uh, and then the other fun fact I was going to say is that when Dale is talking about licking toads, uh, Tyler Labine had to do that, I believe, on an episode of, I forget what it was, maybe Law and Order or something licking like that. Licking a toad? He, yeah, because people will do that to get high. Right. Like, there's certain ones. Because they secrete like So he just pulled, for, he ad-libbed that from his mind. <laughs> Oh my god! I used to make me feel funny, uh, but it's also a precious scene where he's like, "You always caught more than me." <laughs> no, don't say that. It's true. No, it's it's funny. Also, that comes as like, You're "I don't even like fishing." Work. He's like, "You don't like fishing?" <laughs> oh, oh yeah, the, that moment in between them being shot at by yeah. crazy college guy, yeah, right. like of just like that hurt my feelings. <laughs> also, yeah. I will say real quick before we get into favorite characters and stuff like that, um, I really actually do like the Dale and Tucker. You know, like. Tucker being like, man, you gotta, you know, you know, you gotta have confidence. You, you know, you beat yourself up all the time, and it's like I don't want to hear any more negativity from you. Yeah, and okay. I was like, th- there's that sense of mm, in the end, in, like even though like all this stuff is happening, Tucker still kind of like tells him what to do, and it's that level of like, well, when I can't, and it's not like he has to beat Dale. Doesn't have to beat Tucker. Like has to prove his like his superiority or anything like that. It's like when Tucker isn't there, Dale, can you? do it but then it's that tucker turns into the nurturing you know yeah. vibe and oh like, and helps him out. his finger at the end <laughs> this oh, yeah. from the yeah, yeah from what, the girl he's like i don't remember it looking like this and it's like it looks great it looks great it looks fine man i do i i feel like i was talking a lot um the other day about like the relationship between tucker and dale because tucker is a hundred percent like the mean older brother who mm-hmm. Isn't like you can tell he really loves Dale a lot, but he's mean to him. But also, that's just like they just uh, but also grew up Dale together. does some dumb shit. Yeah, Dale I was gonna say that was my stuff. favorite thing. Like, he was just like he was like, you gotta fight for yourself. Don't you think about it? What I tell you, you gotta fight for myself. No, I said don't think about. It. That's the last. That was the last thing, thing I said. <laughs> I <was laughs> Talking about so the beer, like, I was like, oh my god, yes. I've, I've probably done this so many times. Yeah, yes, Kalen. That. I am Opa. Uh, no. The last thing brother? I want to say is I don't know if you caught this line, but when he brings in the PBR, he puts a, a, a straw. Dana pointed this out to me. Puts a straw in it and he goes, "Your favorite, favorite sipping utensil. utensil." And I was just like, what? "Why do you one? know that?" Yeah, what's, what's the other the one? Other one? <laughs> what's the other sipping utensil? Maybe a pe- like a Slim Jim, or I think of no, just a baby. Straw. Slim Jims are solid too, by the way. Yeah, but you can drill a hole through them and turn them into a straw. I think it's the no. it's the bottle nipple. It's like the little baby <laughs> that is, bottle yeah. nipple. Kalen, that is such a stretch. <laughs> that was such a stretch. <laughs> no, I've... No, Kalen, oh, I know. Straw. <laughs> like yeah, but I mean, in, to the general populace, there is no other... That's why it's funny. There's yeah, no well, other you guys just haven't experimented enough in your life, so... I would say... I would have I'm said red vines. Yeah, I, but you went straight to Slim Jim, which is... Well, I feel like that would be the that's, that would be the thing... Red vines Yo, are already hollow. Kaylin, Kaylin has it. that pa- that you know that patience. Of anyway, Slim Jim absorber. Let me just say that like a lot of a lot of the even though it's very hillbilly like redneck hillbilly. I grew up in Southern Indiana, so like a lot How of the things the that were happening there. 
we have. Well, they're very porous, things. actually. So you could use yeah, them. Yeah, like, like are they hollow there? <laughs> no, no but like them. you also like don't. There's like nothing to do nearby. Like it took thirty minutes to get to the closest bookstore. So like so there was just, just to nothing to, to do. So you have all day a, to experiment <laughs> with whatever gym. you do have around you, and like that's that's why like a lot of the stuff they were talking about of just like seeing this cabin and thinking it's a mansion is like this perfect vacation home. I'm like, yeah, also, it's like, you know, also this is like, a, it could be done for with, with LA. It takes I 30 minutes to get anywhere. Houses are really right, expensive. Right, so you right. get a piece of shit. But, you're like, Oh my God. But, but there's also like a million different shops, like close to you. Like yeah. it, where I grew up, you ran out of things to do when you were like past five. Cause everything was for children. And then you have nothing like nothing to do until you're uh, 21 so you can go to the bars and there's only like two or three of them maybe in the town i do love that speaking of the cabin it is 100 percent the evil dead cabin oh yeah that's what that's what i was thinking Mm -hmm. yeah i think uh uh tyler levine said that in an interview with like watch mojo he's like oh that's just the evil dead cabin they i'm sure that it's cheaper to use that than to build their own homage sets they're like also it's all shot in canada so everything's cheaper so yeah because Canada has better credits. Um, anyway, favorite characters? Dale. Dale's. Uh, Dale's let's do, do Dale. favorite uh, of the main and then a, uh, uh, a minor character. Okay. Including so Dale Frat for Boy. you. Dale. For and then me. who's your minor character? Supporting cast. Um. May I mean? Maybe the. The blonde girl whose her reaction is to like smoke a cigarette in a stressful circumstance and then yeah. I was gonna, you know moonshine what's so funny? on fire. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, and this is why Josh decided not to smoke anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, like, yeah when sense. she tosses the moonshine. Never know when Oh, don't use that. Oh, I, I knew I should have oh. moved that. All of the yeah. explosive material. The, the All the gas cans. Gas cans. Yeah. <laughs> I should have moved that. Um... Yeah, I mean, Dale for me, I mean, just anytime, like, he's, when I'm seeing him thinking about, like, what uh, Tucker's telling him, I'm like, no, I get that. I get his logic in his brain of, like, he's just a know. sweetheart. Like, when he he's picking up all the trash and she was like, do you have anything to do around here? He's like, I got board games. Great. And he just throws it all back down on the floor to go grab the board game as quick as he could. Okay, I got my favorite game. Because he likes her and he's never gotten any attention from no, her. No, I just love his his idea of like the whole scene is him picking up trash and clothes off the floor and he's holding it. And then she says she wants to play a game and he just tosses it back on the floor. <laughs> uh, I don't know why, me. but I, I really thought that the board game that he was going to talk about was going to be a Ouija board and that's what brought the evil or something. And then nope. when it was just trivia, I was like, huh. And he remembers everything he's and ever that he, he has a trivia brain. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, like to that to that note, like, what I was saying about first impressions, like I hadn't seen a trailer. And so I really did think that it was them against like a Jason Evil. character or Natural even like a, a Ouija board thing, a but it was the fucking kids. That is the twist. <laughs> yeah. I well, thought I they mean, were going to be tech- zombies and they would have to work together. Is yeah. what I, I thought. I, that, that is like the, the horror trope is when you find out you are connected to somehow the murderer. And then there's no, there's this predestination of like, you will, you know, become that thing you know they've done mm-hmm. it with michael myers they do it with jason um so there is that sense of like oh i guess that does play into that part which is evil because there is evil. yeah i knew i knew who the killer was gonna be like the, the cool? ultimate the ultimate villain after they showed that initial scene who needs oh, an you inhaler know what? i think <laughs> uh well it, it was his like 
because uh, uh, that guy played it a hundred percent. I love, I loved him. Oh yeah, no, he was great. But I, I, I remember I was like, oh yeah, I knew it was going to be him from the beginning. And Nick was like, what are you talking about? I was like, his cheeks. Wow, he I has a punchable tell. face. His cheeks, <laughs> no, his cheeks and his nose. The way that they're shaped, it was the same shape as the guy in the very beginning. So I was like, oh, uh, oh. Well, it's I mean, also just shout out to to him just because he played it, and that is that weird sense of like in in when it is the kids versus a killer. Like there is that one leaderish character who's like a little too excited to like about it. Fight. But like oh, when you're watching it from their standpoint, you're like, yeah, dude, get everyone ready, get everyone yeah, to go. But just then you're watching it from pumped. the other side, and you're like. This guy's a dick. <laughs> well, he's a psycho. Um, yeah. Who other right, side character? Uh, I feel like I want to. I can't decide between the sheriff and weed whacker face girl. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's the sheriff. Okay. Because so who he, who's, who's your first? I'm sorry, Dale. Dale. Okay. Oh, Dale. Oh, yeah. Dale, Dale. and then sheriff. Yeah, Dale and Sheriff. I'm really torn between her, him, and Weed Whacker Face. But I, I think I like the the like story. Well, I don't remember what her name was, and I, that's terrible. But Weed Whacker Face is what I don't remember anyone her. except the main three. So there's that. That's fair. But but the Sheriff of like this like underlying narrative that like well he actually last, listens to them. He yeah he he actually listens and like he. He also like dealt with this horrific thing 20 years ago and is like trying to warn anyone going even remotely near there that like there's a history there. And like, you know, I just and seeing him in the newspaper later, I had this like brain blast of like, oh, my God, that's why he said that earlier. Ah, But yeah, I just really liked the sheriff. So sheriff is sheriff. And then the weed whacker face is Naomi. Yes. Um, Yes. Corey? Naomi was trying to be oh. so logical the whole time, and everyone's like, "No, you're stupid." She was trying to use the phone the entire time. Yeah, she was. She was a reasonable one. That's why I liked her. Um, Tucker, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Dale, but Tucker. Every time, I mean, here's the thing: when it's Dale and Allison, those are like some of the sweetest scenes in in this movie. But every time Tucker is on screen with Dale. I can't stop watching Alan Tudyk and his his moments of like pouring the beer on the face, pouring the beer on the fingers, or giving the speech about, you know, letting him ki- <laughs> or that hand, the, the high fiving with missing fingers. He and has like, bites all over his face, and then like his mouth is now swollen, so he has to talk to after. Um, yeah, well, he always has like chew in too, and then like, you know, when he's asking Dale to be gentle when pulling the stingers out, it's just like <laughs> kills me. Yeah. Uh, well, I was just going to, because I watched a featurette about the making of this. And what I love that what they did is they, casting was really, really important to them. Because if the mm-hmm. chemistry is not there, this movie fails. Like it has yeah. to be like the the main three, like they, they held them, like their chemistry is great when they're on, whether yeah. it is a Dale and Allison or whether it's a Tucker and Dale, like they bring something to it that... Is just it, it it solidifies it to yeah. not be a dumb movie. And I want to say this, Alan Tudyk. If you haven't seen the original Death at a Funeral, the English oh version, God. go watch that. But I have never seen anyone play the emotion frustrated as well as Alan Tudyk can play frustrated. Uh, he shows it in this movie where you know Dale's talking to the cop about the things he shouldn't say. Uh, uh, he plays it really well in uh, *Knight's Tale*, 
I don't know if you why everyone's oh, frustrated yes. and angry. Uh, he has this way of when he's playing the either frustrated or angry, this way of stuttering his emotion and having one of his eyes kind of go like off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that I can't yeah. explain. And it just yeah. adds to this amazing one eye goes depth dead. of like you can feel like you feel like, wow, he's really feeling frustrated. He's dying. And he's it's dying. just such really a wonderful angry? thing to see. Uh, and Pirate Steve and Dodgeball. Like it's all fantastic. It, again, oh, if you haven't yeah, seen Death in a Funeral, Death at a Funeral, the English version, it is he it's so good. Steals the fucking show. Who is uh, anyway, so Tucker is my favorite. And then uh side is Allison. I the fact that she gets them to sit down, it was almost the murderer because yeah. his commitment is just spot on. Chad. It needed to be for this movie. It needed to be the like, yeah. I'm committing as if I'm watching this whole thing from the other side. I'm not going to play into the fact that this is a comedy. But um, Allison being able to like set up a, a meeting and then like defending herself from Stockholm syndrome and like, you know, <laughs> all that. I just, I think she's a wonderfully written, written character. Um, for Dale, I think that they they're so sweet together. I just love those the scenes, the two of them. You know, yeah, where they think great. she's digging her own grave and like she's really <laughs> just trying to help out. Anyway, yeah, uh, yeah, Tucker mine and are, mine's Tucker too. Uh, for those same reasons, he's just hilarious and everything. All of his executions and his little asides and all that stuff. <laughs> um, and uh, Allison's actually actually also my second yeah. character pick because I think she's the only one I really remember much Copy about. Base. Anyways. Um, so yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember, and I recognize her from 30 Rock, which she's hilarious in. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, my main thing was like, oh, sex drive. Sorry. Um, for me, I love sex Sorry. drive. Um, but, uh, for me, it's Tucker. Um, I, it's just because I think what's what Caitlin said. It's like, he's loving, but he's also really mean. Dale? Oh, no, Tucker. Tucker. Oh, gotcha. Cause yeah. it's what, yeah. what Caitlin said earlier about gotcha, the gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, I follow that, Yeah, he is, you know, what she said, or, I'm to, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, he's, he's mean but lovable. Um, uh, we, we, um, but uh, I, I just really liked uh, that portrayal of the character, especially like the thing is, you can't get one or the other without the other. Like, there's the heart yeah. and then there's the brains, there's the George and then there's the Letty. It's so, a tough love. He's got a tough love for Dale. Yeah, um, and uh, to Josh's point, actually, you're talking about the uh, chemistry. Uh, Tyler uh, Labine said in a in an interview, like uh, first thing when Eli gave him the script was he went walked it over with, with his wife to be like, "Hey, if we're gonna do this, we gotta be very careful how we do like the parody and how do we do the satire because it goes really off. You know, you can you don't do the joke right, or there's a little bit off with the with the relationships, and it just becomes like not good parody, not yeah. watchable. Um, and then my my you, scary my, movie five. My supporting character is um, this is like a terrible reason, but this is my favorite supporting character. It's the character who play or it's the it's it's Jason, and Jason is the the one black guy in the film. And yeah. I'm glad that he yeah. doesn't die Why first. Didn't you duck? But also, second thing is because he's in Power Rangers SPD, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. him. <laughs> that he? was my that was my reasoning. I was just like. It's it's the Red Ranger, and oh, then like you little nerd. doesn't he get the that's fucked up line? <laughs> probably he does. I think that, I think that the I main killer that. guy says some shit. And he's like, that's fucked up. Well, there's a lot of bad things that happen. He's like, that was almost my face. Yeah, <laughs> like when he throws. That's the my ass. whole face. That's yeah, that's my, whole face. <laughs> my whole face. But he does that stuff where he has like a lot of logic behind him too, and I'm just like, ah. but yeah. I was just like. 
glad one, like, again, a black dude doesn't die first. And then two, I was just like, oh my God, I have never seen you in anything other than Power Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, and Tucker and Dale oh. never kill anybody, even no. in the end. No. 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 I, I, nope. I, he just, I, he hurts his leg and he feels bad about it, but yeah. mm-hmm. he's also trying to murder Allison. Yeah. So. Mur people, but uh, Mur- yeah, those are my um my 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 peoples. Uh, now we go into qualms. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. I, I do. Oh, Kaylin. Oh, King Rochambeau. Anyway, Rochambeau. I'm already there. Rochambeau. Uh, Alphabetical. It's not even really a qualm, but it is or a don't. qualm because it drove me crazy. Stalling. Allison's pants. Oh, when they folded out. Yeah, I hate it. I well, hated it so it was, much that it distracted me. The thing is, I feel like that's a huge wardrobe decision too, because like also her it butt is. has a it heart was, to, in it, it too. Very and, yeah, and it was very it was very well, it's fun because like one, it's like she could take you know ugly drab Dale clothes and make it look quote unquote sexy for the times or even sexy now. I still I liked it. My male brain liked it, but I was just like, but why? Um, it, because it's a parody of like what they it, wear in those it, movies. Well, and then is, also the thing is, if things don't fit you, you fold it out so that, or you fold right, it in. So, but it, it was still up. just like, what? I remember. I think it's like, a comment for me. It was down, a comment. I, I understand on, yeah. it's. I understand its purpose. Like I know it was there oh. for a reason. Well, no, no. Like, I just want to say it for the audience because. Oh yeah, yeah. Go. These movies, these types of movies, even with Cabin in the Woods. Bother me so much because when have you fucking gone camping or to a cabin wearing the clothes that they wear in these types of movies? Yeah, yeah. It's Chloe always, has high heels. Yeah, like I, I that's so I think that's what it was. But that that trope in these types of movies has always bothered me. Always. It's kind of like the it's, yeah. it's like the female characters in video games. Like their armor is not really armor. Oh, yeah, where it's, it's like, like <laughs> negative one camping armor in, a in like a midriff V neck with like no, but like. There's good luck with the mosquitoes. The, the scene where she goes out to the porch and like picks up the finger bundle oh, yeah. that's on, on the porch. Like I watched the way, like the way that she moved, you could tell that she was worried of like, if I don't angle my butt away from the camera as much as humanly possible, half my butt is going to like Hang pour out, out of yeah. these pants because of how they are. Dana so like actually I said that we're watching. She's like, where is her butt? Why is, where's her butt crack? <laughs> I, I I don't know, but yeah, that so that they like sewed drove me the closing crazy. clothing onto her. <laughs> yeah, that oh, yeah, that drove me nuts. But yes, that that is honestly my biggest qualm because why would you ever do that? She wouldn't do that. You would you would do everything you can to like flip it up and at least keep it there. And I make think it a lot a of the people in this wouldn't do a lot of the things. I know they wouldn't. But, <laughs> that's I'm just one poking of the at it. <laughs> But I think that's again that's the point because the fucking yeah. things they do in these real movies are absurd. Absurd, oh, yeah. 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 Um, I mean, Kaylin kind of nailed it. The main thing, um, even as a subversion, you know, those things are like still happening. Um, but my two are. Uh, let's see. I felt I felt like it dragged a little bit in the second, like towards the end, not quite like like an hour in, but maybe that was because I didn't. I didn't quite understand like what the arc of the movie was going to be at that point, like where the narrative was going. I was still kind of waiting for a twist (laughs) Mm -hmm. to happen. Um, And aside from that, that's pretty much it. Aside from the stuff I mentioned at the top of the show, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm really glad that you brought that up too, because like, like my, my family, like very no, no to horror, like anyone getting Mm -hmm. hurt for, basically any reason like it's just a hard pass like 
No gore, none of that. Like, just Your no. Your family well, is trying so to sound to like, me is like it's not ever, and, and I've had to mention this because uh, my brother's asked me about it uh, often when we're talking about, like, for instance, the show The Boys. You know, that mm-hmm. that's another one of these things where, like, there's gore and stuff. And to me, it's never, like, I'm completely desensitized to it. That's the thing that I don't get across is that I have no actual, like, fears or problems with, with, with it. I don't oh. like looking at it. I right. don't want it to be there. I don't think it needs to be there for many narrative purposes. Tell that to um, Tarantino. And to mm-hmm. right, exactly. To me, it kind of it, so because of that, there's never gonna be a humor version of it that I will enjoy. Does that make sense? Yeah, a hundred percent. Like, right. Well, it's, 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 like, it's no, not it's even still, it's not it's not just a humor. It's still happening, but now you're laughing and it's now it. it's slightly uncomfortable. Is like kind of what ends up happening. It's that you won't get any entertainment from gore at all, whether it's Correct. horror or excitement or humor right. from it. So it has, so to me, it has no effect. So to me, I'm like, well, you're not going to make me feel this more intensely with showing me gore. So why even have it? Is kind of like where I'm coming from. And yeah. I know it's not a, and, and I know it's a completely me thing. So that's why it's like totally. I don't opinion. think you're alone in that um, though. That's, know, that's not, why yeah. I was so glad that you brought it up. Yeah. I wanted like to, a lot I just of wanted to, as we, you know, explore horror movies, I wanted to kind of uh, like, give you guys a peek behind the veil a little bit clearly a little bit more yeah. clearly I, th- I think like the, the challenges that i have because it's interesting because like as we talk about this stuff i'm discovering these things to myself about sure. myself because i've never had to you know i've never had to sit down and talk to somebody why i don't like horror maybe i just you know sat not your, watch it or whatever or <laughs> you just quiet, you, you know? just avoid it and then you don't yeah. have to like I, even think about it or i just I think, be quiet in the quarter until it's over you know that kind of thing and i think there's definitely like a a, a, me, a medium because there are things where like i find tarantino gore like excessive uh, and mm-hmm. I know he plays it up for like the primal brain, but then there's like Nolan films, right? Where like there's no blood at all. Like someone gets shot on yeah. the street, there's no blood. And you're like, I like, uh, I think Dexter was perfect. Um, and I think I realized I don't mind blood, but I mind gore. Mm. Uh. When there's just like meat tossed everywhere. Um, right. Because uh, to me at that point, you're not doing it. It's lost any semblance of of what you're showing me on screen is no longer important to the story it stopped immediately becoming important to the story and now you're just sh- confetti now it's just purely confetti and the confetti is somebody it, uh, the, the like that's why i was like i skipped the wood chipper is- scene because i was like i know exactly what's going to happen it's it's not interesting to me in the least to watch some guy dive headfirst into a, do a chipper because that's what happened to the first two people they killed themselves and i was like okay well that's what this movie is so uh i can skip this part that is particularly overly gory going to be i can foresee it i've seen things like it um and so that that was kind of one of the reasons uh anyways let's pull uh back to josh or Corey. yeah i have one qualm with this uh and it's just something that didn't uh age well at all in 10 years uh, it's the ending with his hillbilly friend knocking a girl out and dragging her out of the bowling alley and not caring yeah yeah, yeah not caring like that, yeah. uh, to such a wonderful movie, such an ending. Uh, I get the joke that the you know it's like it's gonna happen again. Caveman, it's gonna have the no, same. no, no, no. It's just like uh, take what you know. You I think he told. I think he told the story that you know he told his friend the story like oh I you know knocked her out by mistake and da da da. da. And so he's like oh well I'll just do that then because you got real lucky. Uh, and it's uh, did not did not find that funny. I think to your point, it's like the joke is the. Uh, Caveman. Well, there. Well, no, no. It's the there are some terrible hillbillies out there, um, sure. but even at that point, it kind of like self sacrifices the fact that Dale is a good person. 
mm-hmm. and that now that he has his quote unquote selfish care. Um, purpose fulfilled, yeah. that he's like, well, now I don't have to worry about other bystanders. Because so far they've been like, oh my God, people are dying and it's so sad. But then it's like when it happens to someone, it's like, all right, we'll forget it. I thought the other one was. I, I thought at the end, and maybe I just wasn't paying close enough attention. I thought that she accidentally got knocked out, and it wasn't that he went over and knocked no. I think her he out. no, he knocks her, her out. Yeah. Oh, he, he does. He knocks her out. Yeah. Then that definitely changes yeah. how I feel about because Dale has unintentionally knocked her out multiple times, and that's like the joke. Right. But this guy is like, yeah, she she got knocked out once. Like a last so miscommunication. So joke. it's yeah, it's what I say about like why he's like, oh, all right, I'm gonna follow Dale's steps. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> Definitely feel different about that. I thought yeah. it was something where she like tripped and fell, or and I didn't see what was happening in the background because I was looking at Dale. I think and he like punched her. because no, that's why they at, like look back and say, "Should we help her?" I was like, "No, I don't care." Yeah, uh, Josh. Ooh. Um, that's my only. What no. what Corey said. I mean, that's it. It goes against kind of the overarching message, so to speak, mm-hmm. of like Dale yeah. and like what like. The true caring and all that kind of stuff Don't throughout judge the by its cover. throughout yeah. the what we it was eighty nine minutes throughout so far eighty minutes of a film or whatever nowhere would that ever be a thing and now this happens and you're like that's like against character um, mm-hmm. so that's it I mean that's literally like the the qualms that have been brought up um, it's more so from a standpoint of like once I realized what it was like ten minutes into the film I was like got it. Cool. Locked in. I see what you're doing here. And so the that kind of stuff didn't register as qualms to me. If it was an actual horror movie, I'd be like, yeah, these things, this thing, blah, 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 blah. But I understood what it was doing. So the only qualm I had was what what Corey said. Copy paste. Didn't uh, have that qualm. Do now. Um, mine mine are none of those things, actually. Um, just because like that's the weird thing about comedy and horror is that like they get a quote-unquote liberties of playing these really not, like... And this to me, the thing, that's why, like, everyone's like, Tom, what genre do you work on? I'm like, fucking drama. Like, where the world kind of makes sense, but things are just more heightened. But then it's like, you don't get away with, like, these things. But then, like, when I when we're in comedy and horror, then it's like, well, you play into that world, and that's what it is. Um, but the things that got to me, which were, like, to me, the more, um, like... I remember watching it, and I was just like, Look at all the characters that I'm not going to have to care about. Like, and that's like the immediate immediacy. And like, you find that it's a little different in like true horror films where like there's one main character, maybe her best friend. And then there's a bunch of other people. It's like, those are people that don't even have like as much screen time as these characters did. But then all the characters just like, I I just know my brain. Like this is meat fodder. They're going to be be blood sacks at the end of the day. And so Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's, fine but then i was like a little mad that like they didn't die faster oh because i didn't because they i wasn't going to care about them and i knew i wasn't so i was like just get on with it like we all know the antagonistic oh. point is here yeah and we all know this is here i felt was, that too like um, as soon then as you wouldn't have that movie as soon as chad and allison had their talk i was like oh yeah he's definitely evil and gonna murder at least someone or try and then Allison's going to be the good girl that gets saved because she's like the final sweet girl. and well, yeah, I mean the final girl. Uh, well, I'm going to say you should check out the final girls. I'm going to present like two conflicting qualms because the thing is that they don't exist without the other. But then right. also like one would get quelmed or quenched if the other one didn't exist. Um, is the like like I said, it's a double edged sword of like it comes back to the horror genre um, at mm. the very end as the film. 
And so to Corey's point of like, you can't have the slow one by one kids get getting killed because that's what happens in horror films. It's like the killers get closer and closer. People start dying and then it comes down to the final person. Um, and if they all just died at one moment, then what kind of movie is this? You know, like it's not a, it's not a horror. Then we're going to go straight to comedy. But they decide to go that way. So it becomes a horror film. Right. So even sense. in its sense of trying to break the formula or comment on the formula, they go within the formula. And there in that sense, it's like it feels like from a. Again, this is me, a guy who's never made a feature-length film, telling a guy who made his debut feature film, like, some things that I took away. So, in no way, like, <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's one of those, like, I praise this film because it premiered at Sundance and it got worldwide distribution. But, like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, that's can, interesting. If I can ask, the you mentioned, like, following the formula, but then you also mentioned that they don't die slowly. So, what is the formula then? The formula is that characters one by one will die. Like okay, if you have a group, of, a group of but kids, the pacing they, is like doesn't matter or or isn't necessarily. Well, no, the thing is, you, he's, he's, his qualms uh, are conflicting. That's his whole yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, like typically, like you would have it where who's going to be the final person, and typically when you have these B horror films, like they're not they're non named actors, right? They're not big celebrity stars, so like you don't know who's going to be the headliner, right? Like Friday uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, Johnny Depp dies pretty early in. Um, and then he was like the quote unquote bigger name Star. at the time. Um, he wanted then, to though. Yeah, but at now you're like, if you see uh, a horror film, it should have no named actors, um, unless because when you see like, like oh, if Chris Evans who... is in the horror film, he's not going to die first, unless he's going to die first for the subversion. Like those are the two things you can count on, and it's always going to be this actor who's like introducing this character or this actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and hmm. so in the horror trope, it's like, yeah, everyone will start dying and you're trying to figure out like who's going to be the final person. And typically, if they haven't already developed or provided a POV character, it's someone that you've learned to like because they provide like a level-headedness and everything that they would have wanted to do isn't being done. And all the people who like are louder and more, you know, aggressive are the ones who are dying first, head first into, you know, battle. Yeah. So hmm. it's that kind of thing. So it's like, that still but is happened? there i mean is it still an interesting space to work with when there's so much subversion and so much non-subversion where you can't even like you could spend an entire movie getting to know somebody and they could off them for the purposes of subverting tell that to hitchcock your expect yeah okay. right i it's, guess i guess that's the thing where ultimately like i don't what's the question or I, I guess it's just like either way it doesn't make like to me neither is an interesting mechanic so I'm like, well, what's the what's the, well, is it interesting to still this, this, like wonder who's gonna die well, next, it, or last when it's being subverted so much? I mean, some people it's sort of like they could spend the entire movie getting to know somebody and then at the end they kill them to subvert it. Hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, that's so like what's they do that in movies. I mean, Fight Club, yeah. all those kind of things. I, I, um, I would again, it would have to. So ask I guess again, I don't. I don't see it as a as a subversion mechanic. Is what I mean. Because it's, it's it's like every other movie, it seems like it's it it's sort of like a haphazard decision. Again, it's just, it just depends on who does it and how it's done. Like, uh, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't mean to like kind of like feel like I'm pandering, but it's kind of like yeah. to something that you can speak to. It's like why is talking to the fourth camera so acceptable in Deadpool? Like, because none of the MCU films do it, right? So it's yeah, like it's the convention know. that you see and other things that you enjoy, and so when you right. add like you know, salt to your caramel. You're like, oh shit, I didn't know I could have <laughs> sweet and salty. You know, yeah. like when you see something that you enjoy and if you enjoy horror films and then seeing it being done in a way where someone understands the language and then, you know, riffs on it, then you're like, oh, this is kind of interesting. This is fun. They're, they're, they're taking control of it in their own way. 
Um, so yeah, like, I don't. And have I mean, to. and to the point of of, and this is someone who enjoys horror, right? This this isn't going to speak to you at all, Ali. Part yeah. of the film, these types of films, is people do get uh, a rush, uh, entertainment on how people die in these films. So the creative yeah. ways it's done, like or how dumb that's why the Saw are. franchise the, exists. Yeah, that's the whole point of it. So it's not even just that's like my number one. Thing. Yeah, right. So <laughs> like, no, I'm out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like for people who who do enjoy this, it's not just finding out who's going to last the longest. It's it's the journey to the end that yeah. that people enjoy. And it's like, like I. And I was like, why do I enjoy like uh, like horror movies or like not horror movies, uh, like specifically like zombie movies or vampire mm-hmm. movies? And I'm like, I, I was like, oh, let's let's dig down. Let's like chisel more away from right. this fossil. So it's, it's just like, it's the opposite it's, of zombie. I don't like, so yeah, I don't like zombie human suffering in that way, right. like, I guess, is what do you like? If, I, if it's a living has, person and they're yeah. suffering from being killed or dying, that's what I don't like is, is sure. feel like the zombies mindless and the- I can. I, I can detach that in my head. I would. That's <laughs> I would actually ask you then to watch the the older zombie films then, because there's a lot more of that. It's that newer films don't don't relish in it. Yeah, because a lot I, of George A. Romero is like people getting pulled apart and you see it happen. Yeah, I guess I probably wouldn't enjoy that as much. Um, but like, yeah. to to your point, Ellie, though, that the way you feel about like the creative kills in Zombieland or Dawn of the Dead, how they do it, you know, the kill of the week kind of thing, mm-hmm. it's the same. It's the opposite for for horror yeah. films. In Zombie Line, I didn't thing. mind it. I I was like I was in it for for that. But no, again, no, that's that my point. Zombies. Is like killing the zombies in yeah. creative ways is part of the journey. Whereas mm-hmm. killing the kids who and like the thing with these horror movies, uh, typically aside from Tucker and Dale, because we're getting an opposite perspective on it, is all of these kids or uh, high schoolers, college kids, or whatever they are. They all the reason the final girl is always there is she's the one who hasn't done anything quote unquote wrong. wrong. Each of them has done something that's broken some sort of cardinal rule. So she should which is be why the protected. rules of those films say that they have sinned and therefore they can't they and, survive. Oh, okay. and, and even to this I film, like with, with Caitlin's uh it's not sec- in this one. Well, oh it's not okay. <laughs> I was like with, I didn't I didn't pick up on their nor, rules or whatever. Even with this film with Caitlin's uh second secondary favorite character, uh uh Naomi, she tries to be the logic one. But the thing is it, it is a telltale, right? Like and that's the thing I like about horror films is like when smart people are subverted by the dumb people. And that, look at America. Um, so you see like Naomi being like, let's call the cops. And you see that one jackass who's just like, no. You know, so it's like things can go awry even when you have smart people in play. You know, mm-hmm. it is it is sadly the, you know. Mob mentality. The curse of history of might makes right, right? So yeah. um, even when you have the characters who should be making the decisions, not being able to make decisions. Um, yeah. So, a la the thing. Um, um, <laughs> Rating. Rating, rating. So I'm going first then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going first, and then it's uh, me and Josh, and then... This Caitlin film, uh, like I said at the very top, there I've, there are a lot of parody and satirical films that go, talk about the horror genre, and I think this one does it, I think, the best. Um, it, it does it in such a way where you pick it up at a very subconscious level and a conscious level in at the same time. So uh, this is to me a 4.5. Wow. Nice. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Alphabetical. All right. Uh, Josh or me, I'll go. Um, again, mention I'm a huge Alan Tudyk Tudyk fan. Uh, <laughs> I love, I, I am someone who loves horror films. Um, a lot, a lot of the time though, it is, how much I just respect directors who can make things work on a shoestring budget and having to oh my God. 
I think I think horror breeds some of the greatest directors. You know, you got Pony Smasher, you have um, Peter Jackson, you have, uh, you know, David um, Sandberg. Yeah, I, but he'll I, forever I be known as Pony Smasher. Pony Smasher, man. <laughs> uh, you know, um, you Sam Raimi, James Wan. You James have Wan. like it's they they all come from horror, and I think that that genre breeds a type of creativity in a director that no other genre does due to budgetary limits. Mm. Um, so. With that, knowing, especially knowing it was in a $5 million oh uh, budget, which is like nothing, uh, I gave this film a 4.7. Ooh, hmm. shit. Who didn't, wait, did anyone vote for me? No. Oh, ooh, y'all might have been done. I don't know. I'll leave <laughs> uh, Never say Josh? dumb. Um, I am going to give this a 4.8. Whoa. Um, oh, way up there. Caitlin, way to go. You're right on the money. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Caitlin? I love this movie, and having one qualm is yeah. The ending tiny. qualm is all I had. That's yeah. why it's not a, a four point yeah. nine or something. We'll, we'll go over all, we'll go over the numbers, and then I'm going to say something. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask. Uh, wait, question. am I next? Yeah. Wait, wait. Ollie has more votes than Caitlin. We have the same. I'm just going down the list I have uh, written here. Four point eight. Oh. oh. Only honestly, up? it wasn't a like. It was at a 4.9, but then Corey brought that up and I was like, I actually 21. almost want to take more points off for it, but. Join me in the um, 4.7 range. Dude. You already said the number. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Or down with the 3.7. Oh. What do I say? What do I say, guys? Yeah. I got that too. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly wondered, um, the, the reason I didn't vote for Ali initially, initially was because like. Of of the relationship between Dale and Allison. Because he's Dale? No. <laughs> no. Just, uh, Ollie just nodded I, to it. I, don't I, I immediately don't. related to, to Dale. <laughs> 3.7 is actually higher than I thought you were going to give it. Um, uh, and and honest with you. Ducker and Tail. Ducker and Tail. Ducker and Tail. Ducker and tail. Uh, I think that's a Ducker movie. Ducker and Tail. Uh, I think uh, they stole the show. So that was, for me, that was the saving grace. Uh, Ollie, I lost an entire a, point for the horror elements. She says, she says, it would have been a 4.7. What's your name? <laughs> and he goes, uh, it's tail. Uh, Ducker. Uh, Dale. Yeah, Dale. My yeah. name's Dale. Yeah. Um, it would have been a. It would have been a four point seven, but it lost. So a, a whole Brock point. P. You were correct in voting for Ali. That's it. That's the only person. Tom P. Was heart. also correct in voting for. <laughs> so Ali. was Corey P. All the P's. All the, All P's, the P's. The P's. Yo, triple P. 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 Power too. Well, too um, right. but what I was gonna say was man, I. I. I implore everyone, all of our listeners, to watch this like during this. Like yeah, Halloween I still season. recommend it's, it. It's so. I would fun. recommend if you like this, check out the Final Girls because that's also same kind of. Bitch, we watched thing. that together. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I know it's it. it's a very sweet movie, and as someone who got scared of Shaun of the Dead, this didn't scare me. I I would I would gave one me day, a fright maybe once or twice. One but day, one day I would like to do like a a top down of like films that are the horror satire, like yeah. Top. Hot Fuzz. Oh, I've seen Shaun of the, the Dead and, and Hot Fuzz. Oh, Hot Fuzz. So cool. Hot Fuzz I'll leave, I'll leave those or, for or, a different episode. Have you seen World's End? No, not yet. I was I that's either. the trilogy. Is it? The Coronado trilogy. Yeah. Anyway. We'll see. Anyways, thank you out. everyone for listening. What What did you guys think of Dale and Tucker? The night. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Thank you, Boom, for, for suggesting it. This was a great movie, Boom. Thank you. Um, Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, everybody at home, thank <laughs> you so much for listening. We appreciate you all. Uh, if you are new to Nerd On, welcome. Thanks for uh, joining. Thanks for listening. If you are on YouTube, thanks for watching. 
Um, all of the linky links uh, are on our website, nerdon.tv. That's a nice, uh, it's a nice hub that you can find all of the links to everything that we do. We have multiple podcasts that NerdOn as a whole does. Uh, we have Twitch. We have two YouTube channels, so check those out. Um, rate and review us wherever you listen, whether it's Apple, iHeart, Spotify, wherever you are, rate and review us. Share us with your friends, your family. Caitlin. Get it out there. Please? Um, I love reading oh, it. Oh, uh, yes, of course. Um, <laughs> so for those Wait, of you this? that what don't know, um, get, getting a review oh, is like finding out the pumpkin spice lattes are back. Like, it's that kind of a delightful feeling of knowing that something amazing is, is happening. And it so makes that's, us... That's what... And it want, makes us what? It makes us want to say, please! No. She Tom ruined that. it. Tom um, ruined it, but... I love it. <laughs> uh, and as I mentioned at the top, do consider joining the Nerd On Nation. It does help us to grow and be the best show that we can be. Uh, the Nerd On Nation is a fantastic group of people, and I do consider... I do uh, hope that you consider joining... Uh, they really, they're just a cool bunch of people. So check that out. Nerdon.tv backslash Patreon. Check out that Discord. It's it, it's growing Do check it out. by week. Uh, but every week, there's few members. We're Moss. almost, we're over 80. We're almost to, we're almost getting to that triple it's digit. Crazy. That's pretty cool. I know. It's growing. It's um, really neat that, that, that nation is growing, we're talking baby. talking about so many, like, the topics are everywhere. It's yeah. awesome. Um, Watch out, Rajneeshis. We're coming for you. But uh, yeah, that has been it. Thank you so much. You know the drill. As always, you're gone. Ending broadcast.